Welcome to Parallel Worlds. Today, we'll start as we always do, thinking about where we are now and what's going on in the immediate world around us. Later, we'll do a couple of exercises to think about where the future us's would like to be. So, let's get straight in with the reflection. As ever, you have five minutes to write, draw, think, reflect on what's influencing you at the moment. Make sure you keep your pen, pencil, or whatever you're using moving the whole time. Please don't assess the quality of what you're making while you're making it. Just do it. Okay, five minutes. Let's go.
Okay, I hope that went well. Welcome back. Today, we're going to be focusing on the ideal, the perfect, the excellent and exemplary, the best practice, the best version that there can possibly be. We will be thinking positively, moving up, pressing on, shifting forward, projecting our ideal selves into an ideal future. Yes, that's right. Today is about the good, the best, and the better, and making you all of them. For this task, I would like you to work a bit differently to normal. We'll be referring back to this work tomorrow, and you'll be looking back on it in the future, so let's make sure you can find it again. I want you to get a new piece of paper, a fresh blank sheet. This could be a page in a sketchbook, or maybe there's a printer nearby you can dip into for a sheet of paper. Perhaps you've got a legal pad you can tear a sheet from. Whatever it is, make sure it's nice and empty right now, plain, ready for your words on it. Do you have your pristine, untouched sheet of paper ready to go? Great. One thing I want to note with this piece of paper, and today and tomorrow's task, is that it can stay completely private. You don't have to share this with anyone, except your future self. It will work better, you'll get better results if you believe you're writing privately. So, first of all, I would like you to spend a couple of minutes making a list. This one should be quite fun to put together. It's a list of work that you think is great. Don't feel you need to stick to your discipline. You can jump around as much as you like, but make a list of things that you find in some way inspiring. Perhaps you're a ceramicist and you love the films of Jean-Luc Godard. Perhaps you're a graphic designer and can't stop thinking about Chris Ware's comics. Whatever it is, I'd like you to write a list of works or artists or designers or writers or people you find inspiring in any way. And, as you're writing, please note down in a brief way what makes them great. What's one thing you'd tell a friend you were talking to about them? Oh, you would love! The thing you should know about them, though, is... So... I'm going to give you three minutes for this task. Three minutes for a list of inspiration, works, people, things that have qualities you aspire to. Three minutes, starting now.
Welcome back. How long is your list? What are the reasons you've chosen for each thing that you've listed? Can you see a pattern? Can you see your own work reflected back in some way? Now, I would like you to take a minute or two to think about that list you made. How did you first encounter these things that you wrote down? Did you hear about them from a friend? Were they required viewing or reading on some course you took? Did you stumble over them at just the right moment? Have they been with you for a while, or are you just encountering the first part of a love affair with them? Did someone recommend those things to you? And if so, how did they frame them? What, in that person's description, made you think, all right, that sounds good, I'll give this a go? Was there some sort of temporal or contextual circumstance which made you feel more receptive? For instance, I remember the films I saw in my late teens and early 20s far more vividly than the ones I've seen since. I think I'm now less receptive to newness than I once was. I'm certainly less able to spend an entire evening gambling on a film I might not like or understand at some art house cinema I might not have been to before. But the films or the exhibitions or the artist talks or anything else I did see in that way, not always knowing the context or what I was seeing, they're seared into my mind, inextricably linked to the places, the times and the people, the different stages of my life that I've been through. With each of the items in your list, what foreknowledge do you need in order to encounter them? Can you only understand the thing if there's a context that's built around it? What's specific to the context that you built around that thing? And with each of these things, how do you reflect on it once you've stopped seeing it? Did you cite an exhibition which has stuck with you? Was there spatial design you couldn't stop thinking about? Did you go home and dream of that thing? Did it change the way you see the world? I'm asking you these questions because I want you to think the same things about your own work. You've spent a lot of time on your own practice, working, honing skills, refining your craft, getting better and better at what you do. Surely you want people to encounter it, to engage with it, to enjoy the aspects you want them to enjoy, to ponder the questions you might be asking, to one day write your work down as an inspiration on their own list. But let's think about the way in which they will experience your work. This next task is reflective and projective. I want you to write the best possible review of your own work as if we're a few years in the future. But I don't want you to talk about a specific project or piece of work. I don't want you to get distracted with things you're working on right now or produce a catalogue of things you've created or things you want to create. In fact, the less you can refer to the work itself, the better. I want you to write about the emotional journey your ideal fan, somebody who really appreciates your work, goes through. How do they first hear about your work? Is there some framing that needs to happen to make them intrigued? Is there something they need to know in order to unlock your work, to understand it? How much do you think they'll know you, or feel they know you, through your work? What are the overarching questions or topics or themes you'd like them to be thinking about? Also, think about the context your work is in, in this ideal scenario. Is it in a big-name gallery? Is it in a novel, a zine, a poster series, plastered all over town illegally, 
shown on Netflix, passed to someone in a back alley on a small piece of paper? Is it presented online? Is it an experience you can only encounter once in your life? Is it real-world theatre or a big retrospective exhibition? Or does your work come out in a fragmentary form, spread all over the place? People have to put it together like a puzzle. Choose whatever and wherever works best for you and your work. Think big. The best possible location, the best possible context, the best possible audience, to try to make the best possible review. Now, this review is probably going to sound indulgent. This is, after all, the ideal review. This has to be written from somebody else's perspective. Somebody who loves your work. They strongly connect with the themes you work with, and they've encountered your work at a time in their lives when they are the most receptive. And they think about your work long after they've encountered it. It sits with them. Whatever you do has helped them to see the world a little bit differently, help them to think something through. It feels honest, it feels true, and it resonates with them. How does this happen? What's their story? How do they first encounter your work? Which bits do they fill in themselves? Which bits do they take away? Which bits sit with them? I'll give you 10 minutes to write this review. Please work on the same side of paper as you did for the best practice list we made earlier today. Also, don't worry about how self-involved this sounds. This exercise is so that you can think through the ideal framing of your work from an audience's perspective. Okay, you have 10 minutes, starting now.
Well done. It sounds like someone really likes your work. You have a fan, even if it's just another part of your own psyche. Okay, so thank you for sticking with me through this episode, and thank you for indulging yourself. Over the next couple of days, think about what you wrote. Is the way that you work now anything like the experience your ultimate reviewer conveyed? How do people come across what you do today? How is your work framed for strangers who might not know anything about you, or your work, or your topic, or your field? That is the end of the podcast for the day. I would like you to keep this piece of paper that you have in front of you for tomorrow. Tomorrow we're going to be writing on the other side. You might have guessed where this is going. One side for the ideal review. One side for... Well, we'll find out tomorrow. Take care of yourself. I'll be back soon.